This morning, God's word comes to us from Psalm 105. Psalm 105. We're going to be reading the first 11 verses of this chapter and then pick up the reading at verse 42 through the end of the chapter. Psalm 105 beginning at verse 1. What we hear now is God's word. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord. And his strength, seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. O offspring of Abraham, his servant, children of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He remembers his covenant forever. The word that he commanded For a thousand generations, the covenant that he made with Abraham, his sworn promise to Isaac, which he confirmed to Jacob as a statute, to Israel as an everlasting covenant, saying, I will give to you, I will give the land of Canaan as your portion for an inheritance. And now we go to verse 42. For he remembered his holy promise and Abraham his servant. So he brought his people out with joy, his chosen ones with singing, and he gave them the lands of the nations, and they took possession of the fruit of the people's toil, that they might keep his statutes and observe his laws. Praise the Lord. Here we in the reading of God's holy word. This morning, we have the great privilege to gather to give thanks to our God. Children, it is a special day today because it's Thursday and you're not going to school. Instead, you have the privilege of coming to church on a Thursday morning. And there's something very special about that. It's wonderful to come to church every Lord's Day. But today, on a Thursday, we come together and gather around God's word. It's particularly appropriate for believers to gather on this day, to give thanks to God, thanks to God for all that he has done for us. Today, as I often remind you, is a national holiday, not a religious holiday, a holiday declared by our president. A a religious holiday has something to do with the life of Christ, either his birth or his death, his resurrection, his ascension. We don't focus on any one of those today, and yet it's appropriate, appropriate for us to gather as the people of God on this Thanksgiving Day morning. Because, Because today, while we focus on Thanksgiving, it is but a token of what should be the character of our lives. But we get so busy 
so busy with our lives, with our work, with our recreation, with all the things going on, it's easy for us to forget to be thankful. So every year, we are reminded once again, our lives are to be characterized by Thanksgiving, and we, we focus on that on this Thanksgiving day. Thanksgiving is more than just a warm feeling in my heart. Now, it is a warm feeling in my heart. But thankfulness, true thankfulness, needs to express itself in the way that we live. Thanksgiving in action. Thanksgiving is not just about what we feel, it's about what we do. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning as we look at Psalm 105. Now this psalm was written at a time when Israel was particularly thankful. The ark of God, the symbol of his presence, was returning to the people of Israel. And as that happened, they gave thanks to God. And Psalm 105 was written because of that event in their life. And so we look at Psalm 105 this morning to remind ourselves of how and why we should praise our God on this Thanksgiving day. The psalmist begins, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name. Give thanks to the Lord. And right away we're reminded, the one to whom we are to give thanks. We're gathering this morning in church to give thanks to God. We're not gathering this morning in the grocery store where we buy our groceries. We are not gathering this morning at our employer's house, the one who gives us a job. We are gathering this morning in God's house to remind us that ultimately everything we have comes from him oh give thanks to the lord call upon his name make known his deeds among the peoples the psalmist goes on sing praise to him sing praises to him tell of all his wondrous works glory in his holy name let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. What is appropriate for us on this Lord's Day? It's appropriate for us to sing to God. Appropriate activities are singing on Thanksgiving Day. And so we have sung this morning. We have sung thanks to God for what he has done. We have used his word. We've sung from the Psalms. God has given us the Psalms to help us in our thanksgiving. And we have sung those words back to him thankful for all he has done. So it, it's, it's appropriate for us to gather in song today. And I would encourage you that this singing need not end when our worship service ends. But I would encourage you uh, this afternoon, if you uh, gather together, or even if you're just alone, to take, to take some time to sing praise to God. Or just read through the songs he has given to us in the Psalms. So many wonderful Psalms of thanksgiving to bring him the praise and thanks that he deserves. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of all his wondrous works. This is appropriate. This is proper activity for us uh, on a Thanksgiving day. 
psalmist goes on, verse 4, seek the Lord and his strength, seek his presence continually. Seek his face. The psalmist here calls to mind the idea of seeking God in prayer. Prayer is an appropriate response of thanksgiving to God. You're aware that in our own Heidelberg Catechism, prayer is called the chief part of the thankfulness that we do offer to God. And so, in a few moments, we will spend some time in prayer, thanking God for all of his blessings to us. But I encourage you, don't make that the end of your prayer today either. But spend time today in prayer to God. It's right, it's appropriate, it's necessary for us to spend time in prayer at home, thanking God for the provisions he has given, thanking him for his care and his blessing in our life. Singing praises to God, seeking his face in prayer, these are appropriate, these are proper, these are necessary activities to show our thanksgiving in action. Maybe you don't feel like giving thanks. Well, the psalmist goes on to give us reasons for giving thanks, proper motivation for giving thanks. Verse 5, remember, he says, remember the wondrous works he has done, his miracles, and the judgments he uttered. A motivation for bringing thanks to God is to remember. Remember God's care in the past. Maybe you look back to a year ago at Thanksgiving and think of what your life was like then. Maybe it was a difficult time in your life. Maybe it was a time of tragedy in your life. Maybe maybe at that point you didn't know the Lord. Think of what God has done. Remember his goodness to you. Remember the blessings he has provided in this past year. We've seen his blessings in our church. Blessings of new children born, blessings of new marriages begun, blessings of new members whom God has brought to us. Remember, remember God's goodness. Perhaps, perhaps you're going through a difficult time now. How do you give thanks in that time? Again, think back to the past, to a time where you can look back and you can see God God was gracious. He was merciful. He was faithful to you. And we have no reason to believe he will not continue to do that in the future. Whether we are going through times of joy or times of sorrow, the call is to give thanks and remember God has, has not forgotten us. God continues to care for his people. And that, that's where he goes in verse 6 and 7. O offspring of Abraham, his servant, O children of Jacob, his chosen ones, he is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Thanksgiving is particularly appropriate, as I said, for for the people of God. Because we are the ones who know to whom we give thanks. I always feel that on Thanksgiving Day, Unbelievers, the world, kind of gets cheated because they don't know who to be thankful to. And as a result, they often make Thanksgiving Day a very horizontal day. 
And this is what I mean by that. They say, okay, on Thanksgiving, I should be thankful to those around me. So that's the day where we, where we do maybe thank our boss for giving us a job, and we, we thank mom and dad for caring for us. It's a very horizontal day. Now, that's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing on Thanksgiving Day and throughout the year to tell people you are thankful for them. But that does not exhaust the beauty of the day. It is not simply a horizontal day of thanksgiving. Thankful for those around us, to those around us. It's a day of vertical thanksgiving. And only believers understand that. Thanksgiving to God for what he has done. The unbeliever really gets cheated on Thanksgiving Day. They, 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 they only have the horizontal. They miss the beauty of the vertical thanks. Thanks to a God who loves us. Thanks to a God who cares for us. Thanks to a God who provides for us. And the psalmist goes on to, to tell us some of those ongoing blessings that God gives to us. Verse 8. He remembers his covenant forever, the word that he has commanded for a thousand generations, the covenant that he made with Abraham, his sworn promise to Isaac, which he confirmed to Jacob as a statute, to Israel as an everlasting covenant. He remembers his covenant. And that's the true blessing of today. Not just that we remember, we remember what God has done for us. But the true blessing is he remembers us. He remembers his covenant. He remembers that, that particular relationship that he has with his people. And he does not forget. God has not forgotten you. He remembers you. On this Thanksgiving Day. He remembers your joys. He remembers your sorrows. He remembers the blessings you've received. He rem remembers your hurts. God remembers you. Now he does that every day of course. But on Thanksgiving in a particular day it's a token for the rest of the year. A reminder of God's care for his people. We read in verse 11, saying, I will give to you the land of Canaan as your portion for an inheritance. And then verse 42, for he remembered his holy promise to Abraham, his servant. So he brought his people out with joy, his chosen ones with singing. Once again, we have that theme of singing. The, the verses in between these, this, these two portions of the, the chapter, the middle section, recounts God's faithfulness to care for his people and now to bring them out of captivity. God delivers his people. And we remember that today. Oh, we remember that truth every Lord's Day as we gather for worship. The truth of the deliverance that God has secured 
for his people. For Israel, it was their deliverance from the captivity they were in. For us, it is even greater. God remembers that he has delivered his people from the captivity not to a foreign land, but a captivity to sin and to death and to hell itself. God has delivered his people. He has taken us out of captivity. We have been set free. And if for no other reason than that, we have reason for thanks today. We can be having difficulties in our homes, with our families, difficulties at work, with our jobs, difficulties with our neighbors, but we know God, and he has not forgotten us. He has delivered us from the captivity of sin. He has taken us from death to life, and we will be thankful. If for no other reason than that, we have been set free. We have been delivered. And it is that same glorious truth that we declare once again today. God continues to deliver those whom he has called. And so once again today, that call goes out. If you have never embraced Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you are still living in captivity, then he calls to you today. Humble yourself. Confess your sin. And know the truth of Jesus Christ who has done everything necessary to secure your redemption, to take you out of captivity, to give you new life. Put your faith in him and start to celebrate thanksgiving. Enter into the true joy of the day. A joy in what God has done. Making us his people. Making us his own. The psalmist says in verse 44, And he gave them the lands of the nations. They took possession of the fruit of the people's toil. God gave them a place. A place to be, a place to live, a place to belong. He does the same with us. He gives us his church. A place to be, a place to live, a place to belong. We're not called to be individual Christians trying to make it on our own out there. But God gives us a place. He gives us a land. He gives us his church. A place where we, with brothers and sisters in the Lord, join in giving thanks to him. Thanksgiving in action. And that's where the psalmist ends. He says in verse 45, God did all of this that they might keep his statutes and observe his laws. Praise the Lord. Thanksgiving in action. Thanksgiving shown through our obedience to God, keeping his law, observing his statutes, not, not just a warm feeling in my heart, but a thanksgiving that is lived out every day of my life. Not just today, not just one day being thankful and obeying God, but throughout my life. As God, by the power of his spirit, works in me, to give me that ongoing desire to show him my thankfulness by the way that I live. 
keeping his statutes, observing his laws, living a life of thankful obedience, not slavish obedience, thankful obedience to God for all that he has done. He has rescued us. He has released us from our captivity. It's a wonderful thing that particularly one day a year, we, we focus on thanksgiving. But this truly for the believer must be the character of our life each and every day. Thanksgiving in action because of what God has done for us. Let's join together in prayer. Lord our God, we are so thankful to you for your goodness to us. We've been reminded once again that you are a God who remembers your promises, a God who remembers your covenant. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us a reason to be thankful today. And Lord God, if there are those here who do not have that reason, who do not know Jesus Christ, we pray that today, by the power of your Spirit, you might draw them in. You might help them to recognize their need for a Savior, that they too might confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and join in the joy of the day, a day of thanksgiving for all that you have done. Hear us as we pray, O God, for Jesus' sake. Amen.